Hi there. I am Fried Michelson, and you are listening to the Defensive BGA podcast, presented to you directly from Estonia or wherever I'm traveling at the moment. We are talking about everything jiu-jitsu, and sometimes I will also say a joke. Welcome. Skype call uh, with with Benji. Benji contacted me because um, I I had a last uh, mental model podcast. We were talking about um, about professors and stuff, and I said I will never call someone professor. And uh, so, um, you know, in jokingly, Benji called me out on that, and uh, and uh, we had a discussion that about that. What do I mean about jitsu titles? And uh, he's a very good friend of mine that that likes to poke poke me, and uh, so so I would be maybe better understood, and also it define it helps me to def- define my ideas better because I need resistance. So I will you know at some point say something stupid that then I will have to rephrase, and I enjoy the resistance, and Benji has always given me that, so I appreciate it and. And we had our talk about it, and there, and then then some. So I hope you enjoy. Everything you say will be hold against you. Uh, that's <laughs> fine with me. Yeah. So uh, what's up? What's in Trinidad? Um, COVID is the COVID restrictions are in place. Gym has been down for almost a year now. Um, oh. You know, we still do one like privates or group privates, but we can't like really run. And they just announced yesterday uh, another rollback. So team sports were up and running. Now it's gone back down to like no gatherings of more than 20 people. Okay. okay. So yeah, we're, we are also, uh, I think we should have opened. And uh, now first date was 11th April and now they postpone it to the uh, 25th April. So we're, yeah, we're, it's all the mess, it's logistics of government of not getting people vaccines and bad decisions in, in during the autumn by not, in, uh, you know, buying too many vaccines and, and then it's uh, spikes and stuff. So it's all, it's all a mess, but yeah. I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing good. So the, you know, all the online stuff and so. Yeah, defensive, the defensive BJJ that I love that site and I like how it's set up. Yeah, so, so so far it works. It's getting more active, and and so I'm, you know, my risks are managed, so to speak, all, all around the world. So it, I'm not very much dependent on the gym. It would be nice to 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 go and do stuff, but uh, you know, it is what it is. So I'm I'm a, in that sense, I'm a lucky one that um, I can have that option, uh, kind of. But I, we hope it. It you know, we don't know what's gonna happen. It's if it's you know, past April, and uh, then it becomes really critical. And uh, so we'll we'll see. We'll see what we do. And uh, one option is also to take our stuff and from the gym and just, you know, warehouse and open and it. In, yeah, so we'll see. So nobody kind of knows the date that, okay, this is where you can start. So it's kind of very hard to do plans that how, yeah. how long we have to suffer. So anyway. our big issue is a lack of vaccination. So how are you doing? Uh, I'm, I haven't vaccinated right now, so I think the age group goes smaller all the time. My mom got it, uh, and so she's 73. So I think right now they're saying um, if you're born in 61 and then they go higher 
higher. No. So I'm in 77. So in some point they will reach me. So, so yeah, I'm then, 75. Yeah. So you get it first, maybe. I don't know what's the system in your, but so, but I, I, I was just about to also, today is a holiday, but maybe in Monday I will, I will sign myself up uh, for like, you know, if I get a, there's some talks like, you know, that uh, vaccines are not handed out or people that should get it, they don't come. So it's like uh, leftover. And so you can maybe jump ahead of the line a little bit that you just okay. put your name there that you're interested and they look you up. So, so maybe there's a chance I get it earlier also. I will, I will probably do it Monday. We'll figure it out. Okay. So, so what what was our, our what was our topic of uh, disagreement? Contention. <laughs> topic of contention was um, that I'll never call somebody professor. I I hate Steve Kwan for <laughs> for for picking that quote, mm, and I also enjoy it because uh, yeah, many many people jumped on that. Uh, I don't think that you did, but uh, many people jumped on that uh, preemptively because it is uh, like a in your face. Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a sparking meme. Yeah. 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 So, so that's what uh, that's what he has to do. You know, he has to get listeners to his podcast. And then if, um, you know, if if I would actually if that would be true in that sense that in a really wrong context, uh, then it would be sad. But I think there's a, you know, there's a better context behind that. What I mean and it was actually after you you sent me a message i actually thought about it also that because uh, maybe you know right now i would maybe even say it more better that what what do i mean because the point was um, i will never call somebody professor it, it was because for me professor uh, it the word has a meaning yeah it's uh, it's in academics they use it and uh, the biggest issue i have with this is in Portuguese, it means teacher, uh, and uh, the, when it got uh, adopted by English, people came to teach. So they started to teach everything else in English, but they kind of kept that word. And because uh, because in Portuguese, it just means teacher. So why not call them also in English also teachers, because that's what it meant. And in English, you need a context that, right. you know, it's if you put a flyer out, you go professor, blah, blah, blah. Then that it means something else than just go teacher, blah, 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 you know, and the people don't know that it means the same and it's Brazilian, it's misleading. And uh, but overall, uh, what comes to those titles? So that's what I mean, uh, that if it's not earned in that sense, there is no structure how somebody would get it, because in academic world, uh, it's not perfect. You know that some people are definitely, you know, like you said, somebody is a professor. And yes, and somebody is also other people professor, and I would not consider them professor because so. But still, we know what it means. You know, you have to do your tenure, kind of uh, publish papers, and there's a certain obstacle road that we know that people have to do, and it it, it is in somewhat mostly earned. You know, so we know that person who got it, they they actually did something for it. So in jujitsu, I, I agree with you that you know some people have done. Um, jiu-jitsu for long but then I don't think that time only is a, is a factor of you know somebody being called a, like master teacher or professor yeah. I think uh, and definitely in jiu-jitsu I would argue we have also those people that could maybe be a candidate for uh, certain titles 
but because we haven't have a unifying structure then not like now everybody just calls themselves professor and that diminishes the value of actually the word and uh, if there will be a like a um, um, system in place that in jiu-jitsu how do you get it uh, you have to do research you have to do this you have to have maybe uh, let's say even maybe multiple world champions under your belt uh, there has to be so then we know that okay this guy is done this this there's achievements it should be hard enough and uh, so then I don't mind those titles but right now they're not defined so people who deserve it actually use it and very many people that maybe just they haven't done anything they call themselves professors so it's kind of like a, the, they're they're scamming the system and it uh, so so that's why I, I don't like it in jiu-jitsu because uh, I don't think there's I don't I clearly think that there's people that I have respect towards that what they have done uh, but because the title is it's not structured and it's not uh, accredited, so to speak, by the government or by the organization, whatever it is. So it doesn't mean that to me. I can call somebody definitely Mister with the respect, and I think that also shows my distance to them. Like, okay, I respect you enough that I'm not called like you, but Mister, you know. And uh, and so I have kind of those thoughts, and I would think that if people want to have that titles that I don't think they're bad because I know I think um, you can correct me then let's say in diving uh, there's uh, there are like uh, obstacles you have to do that you will earn certain like master diver blah 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 yeah so we know that if you or somebody is a master diver we can look it up what does does it mean what that means yeah in jiu-jitsu it's uh, like there's no structure there's nothing like and um, so I would I would love that we could separate those good, you know, deserving teachers from the rest. But then it's I think it's our job to during the years, I guess, or I don't know who wants to take it up to figure out the system, what is necessary, that it's democratic. It's like, OK, how, how do you make that system up and then people can thrive and we can definitely give people that contribute to our sport certain titles, whatever, you know. And I don't mind that if they're honest. And so that was my own point that that yeah. jiu-jitsu is like a wild west a little bit. I I agree and disagree. Um, I I see the point of having a criteria that's grounded in some structure. I think that's super important. My problem is that the criteria for me can't be the Western institution of university. The Western institution of university does not leave space for other kinds of learning. The Western academy has a very narrow, I'm doing a master's in cultural studies, for example. So let's use my story. Um, I spent 15 years researching, living, becoming a, a master practitioner of our art form called Kalinda. So it's from the African diaspora. When I go into the academy, no one in the academy knows what I know. They don't. They don't know about my art form. They don't know. They've never done research. They, they can't even help me because my area is so niche. Does that automatically mean I'm qualified to teach it? No one, yes. And I think that's the problem, that 
but I don't I, I don't I don't disagree yeah. with you. I don't I also I don't think that uh, Western system is perfect. And uh, I don't think we, in jujitsu we would have to I don't think we have to copy what Western system does. We we have to have uh, whatever our system in place that that kind of solves our issues, you know, and um, and it just somebody wrote me a couple of days ago that uh, that he's uh, one guy was masters. He does uh, what it was. He does this. He goes to like uh, to become a doctor, blah blah blah. And he was like, "I'm so pissed when I have a, a discussion with my fellow black belt uh, that uh, that they compare that me doing my doctorate. You know, like I'm studying eight hours a day, doing this and that. And he says I'm qualified as you because I figured out a new berimbolo grip. You know." And like, I, but this is not the same, you know, you cannot compare that you are now also professor and I'm also like, you know, or, or call yourself doctor or whatever. So, so I so think let's, let's look at this criteria. How long yeah. does it take the average person to get a black belt? So it's a, you know, I've talked about it recently, but let's say at the moment they say at least eight to 12 years. Right. So my criteria is 15 to 20 years. But the black right. belt? Yeah. yeah, it should be around 15 to 20 years. All right. What's the average time it takes to study to become a medical doctor? I have no clue. It's it's not 20 years. It's actually less. Yeah, but I, I would also argue that the time is different. You train twice a week, three times a week, two hours, a, uh, two hours. So most, I think the time factor is very important because if you do a, like a, becoming a doctor, you there's a the study time is different you have to have internship you have to do this and that you have to study do like a like a release papers you know and uh, yeah so i think i understand your point and my, 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 my point is that there's there's multiple ways to look at it if i become a master of the ability to pass motor skills on that i'm i i've, I've studied pedagogy epistemology i am very articulate I've mastered the use of multiple languages, Portuguese, English, Spanish, so I can communicate well with my, my students who live in my geographical area. I'm a level four massage therapist. I'm a diving instructor. I'm a track instructor. Then, then I feel after 23 years to get my black belt that I am well qualified to be able to safely carry somebody from point A to point B I have no world championships, but my students are law enforcement, police officers, soldiers, medical doctors. They take care of themselves, take care of their families. They, they move well. They're healthy. Then, then who, who gets to tell me what I deserve and don't deserve? Yeah, but, so, but you understand. <laughs> I, I clearly understand your point. Uh, but, you know... Um, I'm, if you, uh, let's say, it's a little bit, I think you can correct me if it's a, like a right comparison. Let's say rules are mostly for people that don't understand rules. You correct. know? Yeah. Uh, so let's say in traffic, yeah, most people would be nice, but there's a couple of idiots. That's why we have uh, rules. So, okay. so if everybody would be honest, you know? Like, let's say, if if you are honest, Benji, yeah? <laughs> so if if everybody will be honest, then 
then those titles may be what you like, okay, I'm gathered this knowledge and I give myself this kind of whatever title, yeah? So, but the problem is people are not honest. So yeah. if, the, if there is a system that everybody can name themselves like whatever, so there are people that are gonna use the system to get advantage. Totally. Yeah, and so that is the issue. And uh, in the end, it's gonna be people like you Who's gonna go like, oh fuck this shit? I'm gonna figure out the system. I'm gonna put the standard, so people would not put themselves in that pedestal with me because they haven't done it all. And I'm, uh, and you will be like uh, angry with them that how can they call the same like you do? Because they wanna steal your students, they wanna make money, and you come up like I have to differentiate myself. And there has to be an official standard that people have to do this, this, and this. You know, we can agree that world champion is necessary or not. That was just an example. But whatever it is, you know, and uh, then we can differentiate. And so who's a charlatan and who is not? So I think in some point it will come to that, that people that have those knowledges, because somebody, you know, had to be the first professor, kind of, you know, that gave himself a title that, okay, I'm well-educated. I've done, read all the books in the world, and this is the standard, yeah? And then everybody came to that standard eventually, and standard got better, you know, it was, it was tweaked. So some somebody or some group of people have to go like, okay, it's a mess. People don't know how to orient, you know, in a jiu-jitsu world, who's a good teacher, who is not, you know? And you want to kind of protect people also from, because we already have a lot of those situations where people got abused, you know? Coaches are abusing kids. So we have to have certain like uh, organizing body that gives out standards maybe, you know, and with standards always they come, you know, you can buy stuff and you can, you know, influence a little bit people and get that. But mostly it will be working system. Yeah, and we have a couple of bad apples, you know, in, here and there, but mostly it will get rid of and we, it will make the false titles very hard to get. So we can control those bad apples. But right now, everybody can name themselves. First of all, I don't think jujitsu coaches uh, should, you know, in a way that it's debatable, but it's uh, how I feel at the moment that I don't think we should call people professors because when I say like, uh, let's say basketball, Phil Jackson, Michael Jordan coach, he's a head coach. And I, I don't think it diminishes the value of what he has done because he's a coach. He's not a doctor, he's not a professor. And in academics, there's a professor. And I would actually want to, I wanted, maybe you can answer me also, that why are, like in sports, why we use, like, you know, even like, uh, why we don't use, let's say in basketball or whatever, the American football, where it's actually very precise science, you know, how to win. Um, and why don't we call people by titles, like, uh, and why they still have coaches? Because we, we would clearly would be better off maybe if we had, if we could separate those master coaches, you know, like a, a, that they really are like, they're in, in innovating in a sport, they're figuring out, they're but like, you I know. Mean, there, there's guys who have PhDs and, and they're professors in, in coaching. Coaching is now a science. It's, it's super organized, super structured. Yeah. And so um, I think it's just cultural that the, the academic world kept um, this, 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 this bracket around their titles because they have a lot of honor for their titles but you can get a phd in coaching now They're, so i mean like so, even basketball yeah so so that's what i mean i i don't think yeah. that just the professor i don't think it's i know people go like but it's more than jujitsu and it's like it's like 
I can understand, but also I would say, like, really, it's I think just it's equivalent. It, it's just a motor skill acquisition. Yeah. It's, so, it's a science, and as any science, it, it needs to be taught. And anybody yes. who's mastered the pedagogy of that science, that yeah, so, art, yeah, so, I would I don't, I don't think it. We have to, you know, we have to call it people, whatever. We have to figure out what is, what is like, uh, uh, suitable for our sport to have certain steps, you know, that if you have a school, uh, maybe there's a black belt without a school and black belt with a school. You know, there's a belt stuff, you know, have a white stripes on the belts and not in the... I think our industry recognizes a lot of these issues. I think there's been several attempts in isolated pockets to address this. Yeah, I'll give you an example. An organization that I'm not super fond of, IBJJF, came out with this directive. If you're not like a brown belt and up, you can't teach. Yeah, yeah, but what I understand, they're, they're simply trying to find different ways of saying we need to have a criteria for teaching. And this criteria for teaching, and this is weird, right? Do you, did you, do you know the original criteria for teaching in, in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? No. There's a, there's a document, and there's 24 qualities that you had to tick off. Yeah, no tattoos or something. Yeah. Yeah, and only one of them is technical knowledge. There was yeah. like law, um, mastery of um, kinesiology, um, finance. There's like, and mm. so from the very beginning, Grandmaster Elio Gracie, right? You know, and that brings into conversation who made him a grandmaster, how is he a master? But that's pretty easy to answer. Who makes you a master instructor? It's your students. In, in the other art forms, so let's look at Capoeira Angola. The, the title mystery doesn't come from other masters. It comes from the community of students. The students all vote you to that position. The community says, we recognize your mastery. We recognize that you are someone that the rest of us can follow. So that's a demo democratized version of the title master comes only when the community calls you master. Make, makes sense. Yeah, I mean, so in terms of differentiating non-teaching and teaching black belts, it's available already. The criteria for understanding who gets to teach and who doesn't isn't technical knowledge. Um, what I'll do is I'll actually send you the old list. And when you see that even in the very beginning, and that's why they didn't give out many teaching ranks in the early days, there were lots of black belts, but there weren't many teachers. There's I think there's only three guys who were given the title technician of jiu-jitsu. So even in the very beginning, they recognized that they needed people who were technical, but they didn't call them professors. They called them technical de jiu-jitsu brasileiro, which is a title to say that you're a technician, like a, a polytech guy, a guy who's been in a school. He has all of this knowledge. He studied all of this. He knows these syllabuses. He understands these five things. And now... We consider him to be a, a technical teacher. So kind of makes makes the name actually maybe makes sense. Made maybe they were too strict because you know that usually it's like you know somebody's uh let's say you if you want to have your first blue belt ever you will make him black belt you know because it's just that's my first blue belt it has to be the best yeah. blue belt in the world. So I think let's say they're they're maybe too strict but I understand your point and uh, see like it's it's. I don't mind those titles and when we go behind what they mean, 
And if people, somebody has done the work and this work means that kind of one word, is it that like 10 things you did really somebody is, you know, accredited you and watched and criticized and then you did them. And that word means technic technician. So we can look it up what it means. And if somebody calls themselves, oh, I'm a technician Benji, I will go like, okay, what does mean? I can check it out. <laughs> yeah. And so, but yeah. if, you know, so I don't, I don't mind that because, uh, because I'm a definitely proponent of, uh, you know, separating the, you know, the good and the bad. And uh, I think it's that's, necessary. That's always been part of the art form, though. The yeah. problem is you've you've recognized and identifying something that's a huge issue with commercialization and with a flood of self-appointed masters and black belts and association owners. The criteria yeah. has gone to the ground. Um, that's why there's this shirt you have. Where I, I, I can't remember what the shirt says. It's something black belts what black belts suck or. Uh, it was a Christian Grauert, yeah, like uh, yeah. black belts are assholes too or something. No, no. Correct. Yeah, something something yeah. was that. Yeah, it was. And and why am I support the intent of your, your, your efforts is because like in Trinidad, there were karate black belts who were child molesters, assault, jail time. They don't deserve to get to teach kids. They don't. They don't get to deserve to teach anybody. And our community is supposed to... I had a conversation on a podcast and I was telling a guy, I'm like, if you are in my town and you're a black belt in jiu-jitsu and you're harming people, who's responsible for addressing that? Me. I'm the one who's supposed to go to the police, do this, do that, go to the media. I said, too many times the other black belts stand by and just let people do what they want with our art. So when you say stuff like... um. I'll never call anybody professor. I understand your intent totally. All my challenge often is, is some of this has already been done. People are trying to do it. People are trying to address it. Then there's this whole understanding that in informal spaces, knowledge still develops. Just because it's not recognized by the Western canon doesn't mean it's not pedagogy. Just yeah. because, you know, like, I believe that there's pockets of knowledge that's being developed and you're an example of it. You've come up with all these crazy ideas, right? And and you deserve to be identified as somebody who's innovating in that way, encouraged, supported, but not in a way that stops the next prick from being able to occur. Because if yeah. the next if the next prick feels you can't innovate until you're a professor, and it takes you 20 years to become a professor, then then in the attempt to organize our form, we destroy the anomalies. So how can we organize our art form but leave space for people to run outside of the system yeah. and just do crazy stuff and bring it for us, you know, and that's the, the, the battle. Because, yeah, so that's what, you know, that that kind of was a punch towards the towards that. that I, I, I know that many, let's say, the... I guess our field tries to also organize itself, but the attempts are so because the IBJF and stuff it runs it's like they have all the golden cars and you know they can make their own rules and they become gods. So uh, until it's not you know democracy in that sense, uh, we will not have a fair system in place, and it's be always be favored of you know so, somebody. So it was kind of like uh, I wanted to yeah like bring it up that that. Uh, 
when you watch Jiu-Jitsu schools and go to classes and see what's going on. And it's let's let's see. I would see still it's like it's not addressed. People are still jumping in, taking the titles, and people are like you know white belt people, and they're like. Uh, maybe he has a right to do that, you know, and they're like, you know, like uh, even if they're educated people, they're like lower than a grass because they have a white belt. And um, so it's kind of sad that they don't meet those people that are using the system to up their level, even maybe without deserving. They're not meeting their resistance. They're, they're not called out. And that's why I wanted to talk about it uh, also in a podcast, uh, you know, with the mental models that people should think that why are we calling them or do my professor or whatever actually deserves to call professor because maybe just teacher is enough or who is a professor or why it's even there so so more like a buzz would be about it that uh, and then maybe in some point we reach also some form of accreditation that are accepted at least with like okay you have a school you don't have a school or or it's official names or technician whatever because clearly, I, I disagree with IB Jeff way that okay, you if you're brown belt, you can't even teach, you know. No. So this is this is idiocracy, you know. So uh, you can that's how you start to be a master teacher in a black belt level if you start to teach somebody in a white belt level, and it takes you know ten years to understand the teaching and do all the mistakes and and yep. finally understand okay that is teaching. But so their their way is also like a very easy cut. Let's stop teaching. Only black belts can teach. And then it's like, well, it sounds logical, but it's actually not happening because it's like, you know, IB Jeff is like, you can do leg locks, you know, now heel hooks in a brown belt level. It's like, if you start to learn only then your heel hooks, you are so behind. <laughs> so, yeah. so you should learn right away and it should be accepted heel hooks right away. And then you compete with them maybe in a brown belt level because it's more dangerous environment, but in a gym, why not do it? So it should be encouraged, but they're like, no, Ivy Jeff, no leg locks whatsoever till brown belt. So they're like, uh, there is no logic and it kind of shows the thinking of the people is very black and white and they haven't thought it out what is the side effect of those things. Uh, so that's really sad. And if those people are making decisions, so, you know, that's that kind of, kind of, I, I would try to resist that and, you know, try to, that's why I'm trying to make a voice a little bit. And so people, even you know, smart people would start to think about it more. And occasionally waves come, you know, it goes down. And when we talk about it more and uh, I don't have any solution. So that's also bad because people are like, okay, if you see a problem, okay, give me a solution. So I, but uh, in some no, point. I think, it, it, I think you're a disruptor. I think it's important <laughs> to disrupt the system. I think it's important to, to force the system to keep reorganizing itself till it optimizes. Yeah. That that makes sense to me. My my only challenge to you is that as a disruptor, we don't want to do things to discourage other disruptors. It, it's one of those weird things where I've seen too many revolutionaries when they get into the leadership role become harder than the thing that they that they tipped over. You wanna, they they want to control it then. And so the, that, that, yeah, so I agree with that. That's my, one of my fears. One of my big, very, actually very big fears is that I will get stuck in my system. Uh, that's, that's very, I, I'm, I was super afraid of that, that I'm looking for this and then I get so stuck and so narrow that this is it, you know, and, yeah. 
and if somebody comes, I can do it better. No, this is, I'm I'm super afraid that I'm I will be that stuck that if um, I'm you know I'm that innovating that what I do, and I'm let's say the best of that at the moment, and but if somebody comes in and shows me boom, and then it's like, do I accept it? You know, or do I go like, oh shit, you're right, or do I go, no, 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 I can do my own way and I don't accept it, you know? So I always, uh, that's always in the back of my head that I'm super afraid of that, that I don't want to like, you know, like a Bruce Lee students got stuck in time. Deep so, stuff. yeah, so <laughs> it's, uh, I, I've, there's so many examples of this that people are like, okay, now Bruce Lee died, or oh, let's keep doing what he did. Be no, 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 just he innovated. And I feel the same thing happened with Helio a little bit. Like a lot of people, you know, that, that there was a lot of uh, mixed with wrestling. Yeah, people trained wrestling, but some of the people, I don't, I don't, I don't, I cannot name names, but they got stuck in time. It's like some went Huge on, stuff. yeah, wrestling and stuff and innovating and contributing and learning from other stuff. And uh, then totally one group, uh, not one group, but some people got stuck. And I was like, this is super dangerous to, to feel like that that all the previous generations got it right and there's nothing to fix in whatever okay. field that ever happened. You know, that it's like every field is like developing and the old dogmas are destroyed. And now jujitsu is stuck in time for some people. And I think it's even sad because clearly, you know, Helio was doing whatever he was doing out of necessity. And that would be, that should be inspiration that he was like, okay, like, you know, the legend, smaller person than figuring out how things work for him. So he should be like, okay, we should like reorganize the chaos all the time. And we yeah. should encourage that. Like in my case, I'm, I'm 255 pounds. I don't want to learn small guy jujitsu. What, what about jujitsu for huge guys? Six <laughs> foot five. Why are we, why are we, I'm, I'm seeing guys who are six foot eight trying to play like some little tiny guard. And I'm like, no, you know, wh why aren't we just pressure passing and just crushing all the snot out of the little skinny dudes? Like, in other words, <laughs> innovate in line with who I am, what I'm about, what attributes I have. But, in a, but innovate in a way that leads to other innovation. Like, you're an innovator. My job isn't to agree with Prit. My job is to find every weakness in your system and point it out and tear it apart and do everything to destroy it. I not hate because, you. Yeah, not because <laughs> I, but that's my contribution. My contribution is to say, I tried Panda and I think this part sucks for fat guys. You need to fix it. And then you'll be like, no, it doesn't need to fix it. And, and you said something <laughs> in your podcast that was with the BJJ mental models that the biggest takeaway Friendship can destroy so much yes. in terms of jujitsu. Yeah, friendship should friendship shouldn't actually take away. It should build more because now we we're not scared to have conflict because we we're friends, so we can say the hard thing, you know. And and that's what I think. Like that was the hugest takeaway from that particular podcast. That the yeah. duty of of our friendship in jujitsu. Because we're connected to jujitsu, that's why we're friends. Is to keep the best quality of jujitsu conversation going at all times. Yeah, because that's what I've seen myself happen. Uh, that uh, pre people can become so comfortable, and then it's kind of hard to say to your friends that, dude, this kind of sucks, and your idea is totally, you know, bad. 
And uh, so I understand also that part that it is hard and some comfortable. So you have to always kind of, I told Ronald also this many, many years ago and always like, if you see something I do wrong right away, point it out. So, and always if I, you know, with the arm bar, it happened also when we developed the late arm bar stuff. And he was always picking it apart, like doing this. I was like, shit, he was still armbar me. And I was like, okay, can you do that now? And I was hoping to escape and he found certain angle, still armbar. And I was like, God damn, I'm wrong. <laughs> and I couldn't hate him, you know? And so he's always like, um, he's he's very unagreeable with me. And, uh, but, but I've seen also when the ideas are good, he's like, oh, that makes so much sense. And so I also enjoy that, that I was, I was like, always tell me when I'm, you know, because I don't, like always said, I don't get like a lot of body language cues. I don't under, I don't read those signals very well. So I, people have to tell me that Preet, you're being stupid. And uh, so if, if I act weirdly or do something, then people have to tell me. Otherwise I have no clue what's going on. So I told Ronald also like, always be that guy that, you know, that whatever we do in a club, in a business, whatever, if something is up in the air, you know, we have that ability to talk and maybe argue and just throw something at each other. But then when there's a piece and we know that I can trust you because you are actually an honest person. And uh, I don't mind also conflicts because in the end we will also, you know, be friends again and because we have to work around the problem. And then they, you would hate that person probably but then you would go like, but he was the you know only one that was honest with me. So that you will actually go back to that honesty and want that per person around you because everybody else is smiling and making a good face, you know? So this is very, very important to me because uh, yeah, like bodily cue, whatever the behavior, I have super hard time reading those things. So so I, I appreciate you're also poking because, you know, that's what it's, it has to be that I, I need resistance. I don't need people agreeing with me, but I also, I need this, that, uh, if people resist like you or somebody else that, uh, you know, it, it will not become the, the competition of, oh, I don't like hawking, you know, but I've, I've been told like, if I show the hawking, it works and everything, but just the answer is, but I don't like it. But then it's like, but not, it's nothing to do if you like it or not. If it works, that's not what we're asking. Yeah, if you if it works better than previous stuff, what we have, we have to go with it. And you liking it, but it looks weird. Who cares? <laughs> and it's, so, but to me, it doesn't even look like none of your stuff. To me, feels weird. It 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 it's just that if you look at competition footage, you'll see it. Like I watch the UFC. Uh, with my kids and stuff, and it's that stuff's everywhere. So that's why I'm glad you you put out videos sh that show people not only I've innovated, but I'm not the only one who's been innovating. And this stuff isn't. Some of it isn't even new. Some <laughs> of it, I some of it's new, I think, right? But some of it actually isn't new. It's just it was never named, and yeah. nobody had a pedagogy. And I think what you've done that separates for me is to have a system to teach it. That's the problem. Like, Telus knew what he was doing. He always knew what he's doing, you know? And I'm sure if, if you could get an interview with Tiriday, Tiriday would have hours of, oh, this is why Telus got that. And because those were the two who were doing what you and Ronald did, right? And so to me, I can't wait to see a podcast with you, Tiriday, <laughs> and Telus. No, could you imagine... The, because you understand what they're doing, you can ask them the right questions. And then all of a sudden, 
their system starts because one of them became the greatest passer and one of them became like the most defensive, right? There's yeah. a reason why, because they both needed each other to develop. And so those are the, like, I don't see your system as defensive. My guard passing is better. It has to get better now because my students resist. So yeah, if so, I want to improve guard passing, I have to have students who know good defense. Yeah, we just had a you know podcast with uh, School of Grappling and uh, me, you know, in a Sony Brown, and then you know we we, we agreed the whole podcast and and uh, I think in some other podcast I've also said that I'm actually all about the attacks uh, because I, I I don't know how to attack better if I don't know what's the best defense. Right. So, so it, jokingly, it's kind of like, you know, people laugh at me all the time when I say it, when I, but no, this is all because I want to find out the better Kimura. You know, if I, if you can Kimura my Hawking and everything else, then you have a pretty good Kimura, you know, and you have to overcome those obstacles. And if you do less than what we know at the moment, I can have easier Kimura. So what is the best defense? But for me, it's a rabbit hole because I don't have same time, time to develop attacks. So I go rabbit hole to find the best defense so in a way that automatically kind of makes my attacks a bit better because i kind of see the structure of their if they're right or wrong in a bottom so that sense that i i know how why i get kimuras and stuff and it's easy to fix people defense and you know i don't so it's weird that i don't uh, i don't so much train offense but because i understand defense it makes it because i'm in a level of just i know kimura you know so going deeper in there actually in a defense makes my offense automatically better uh, without training. And only thing I'm kind of lacking would be you know, conditioning and stuff and not chasing people and I get tired. But in some way that helps really like without even trying it to like uh, make Kimura better. Uh, and uh, so it's a, it's a, it's a fun process. Yeah. But I'm in a rabbit hole. So it's, it's very awesome. Yeah. I mean, and, and one of the things like culturally is if you surround yourself with a couple attackers, then the both systems will build in parallel. Yeah. I'm I'm, right. I'm sure yeah. I'm sure you probably have like one or two training partners who have already started evolving more efficient approaches. Like I would be, I would say if I came to your school, I wouldn't come to you. I would go sit next to Ronald. I wouldn't <laughs> say a word. No, I'm sure that guy's figured out some stuff. I'm dead yeah, sure. Yeah, they autom- even if they don't know, they have automatically adapted, you know that. And yeah, I know Chris Paynes came to the gym also, so he kind of saw how we attacked the turtles and stuff. And he was like, ah, this is what you guys are doing. That Because people automatically do that, even beginners and stuff, that they have to figure it out, and but they cannot explain it why they do the way they do, because it depends of the defender so much. Anyway, we got a little bit off track here, I guess. Yeah, but no, it, 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 I think it's just back to criteria. What what are the criteria for selection? How how do we build a world and a space where um, one we can have the hard conversations and two that we don't become what we don't want, you know? And that's that's my my angle on your conversations have always been how can your disruption be useful to me, but not then become the Kool Aid that I drink. Yeah, so it's uh, I don't um, it's. I don't, you know, in a in a very very good way. I don't need fanboys. Uh, I don't need a, fa- a bandwagon, you know, like they say. I I guess I need friends and stuff. But um, 
I also need people around me that uh, would doubt me always enough, but not like, not like doubt me that, uh, you know, that they would not believe anything, but just, no. you know, that always, if they see something always like, okay, okay. So I don't, I, it's very dangerous to have those yes mans around. So, so, and um, this is what I'm also afraid of that, you know, like everything, I don't, I'm not saying cult, but you know, a lot of good things happened like this and then it got so big and then it got like a hype and then it got, uh, the original thought was missed and then it become like I started a system that, that wasn't what it was before, like innovating and everything. And then it was like, oh, pretty's right, pretty's right. And let's not disrupt this pretty's right, you know? So I think uh, I'm trying to, you know, always understand this and be aware of that, that what's going on, that people will not show, oh, Preet is doing good and Preet is this and Preet shit. And so I'm always kind of like, a, where if it doesn't work and if I can't, like through my site, if I can't not pass it on and if people have problems, then it's my fault, you know? Yeah. I don't want to be like, you know, that. that's why the, I think the homeworks are wonderful because my mistakes will come out right away. Because if uh, other technique site would be, you know, if you, I don't make you put the work in, and you will never find out the mistakes that I, I'm wrong. But right now with Hawking and people are like, Preet, I cannot make it work. I was like, God damn it, you know that, but can we do this drill, that drill? And so far I've been right that um, people, you know, should, uh, I, I help people to drill better, but also I, I enjoy and I'm scared that re that resistance also, because uh, what, if, what if they say one day, like, you know, Preet, Hawking is wrong. And then all the system crumbles, you know, but then I build another one, whatever. That's it. But you just build a new one. Yeah. But this is like, it's already built on this that, oh, this is the formulas, you know, and then you kill one pillar. You go like, oh shit, you know. But the only reason why I believe in the Hawking is I, I saw it before. I've seen it from a Master Sauer. He doesn't have a name for it. But he, he the, the thing is, and this is an experiment I wish I could run. If you go to any jiu-jitsu school that has a heavy base of wrestlers, mm -hmm. he went to Utah in the 80s. So Olympic-level wrestlers were in his gym every day trying to show him that he doesn't know anything. <laughs> right? That's all he had to deal with. So he evolved a whole bunch of stuff to deal with that. And it, 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 that's... And in Estonia, I'm sure it's like the same profile, you know? Um, but there's two things that you say that I'm going to just leave. One, I don't agree that jujitsu should be like a sport, but you already know that. But what yeah. I mean by that is there's a whole part of jujitsu you don't talk about, um, which is jujitsu for people who need it for their job. So police officers, army guys, security guards, the pedagogy, the way you teach is useful for them. The method that you have is super useful. Having zero positions when you're in the clinch position is super important. I, I use some of your ideas for stand-up grappling. It, it still works, right? Um, but, but the way you say it, you say like, ah, self-defense, you don't need it. No, I don't agree. <laughs> uh, so, what you know, we don't have to go that debate, but... Yeah, but, yeah, no, I'm just leaving it. Yeah, but but I think it's a bit misunderstanding because I think my point was even the self-defense part, we can train it in a sport way, you know? So in that sense was like, uh, 
yeah, I would maybe I in some point I think in some podcast I think I I actually mentioned you, you also. You did. And uh, you were like, uh, I don't want that. Your your afraid was your fear was that I will corner myself a little bit to that that idea. That, uh, but I think yeah, that I have to express what I mean by sport more. I, I think more like attitude. Why I say that is simply this: if you look at the very best military guys in the world, they don't call the way they train sport. They call it reality or scenario based training. So there is actually a term out there where they they gamify the drills. They do game it. So that's why I mean sports. <laughs> I know. I, I know what you mean. Yeah. And I also see that your methodology, the way you teach, the way you set up your drills is like one of your biggest contributions to jiu-jitsu. But the way you teach isn't discussed as much as what you teach. I'm more interested in how you teach because I can then take how you teach and teach anything. That's, but yeah. that, that's the only thing about the defensive BJJ side. I was like, why doesn't he write out how he forms drills or how he sets this up? Because that stuff is going to create the differentiation we need for professor. There has to be methods, so like constraint-led teaching. That's a method. You can learn it. This is how you set up. You do some reverse teaching stuff where you go to the last point and then you work backward. Right, so okay. Like right now I'm teaching Berimbolo using your guard retention system. Right, mm -hmm. because most guys who do Berimbolo get hurt or stuck because they can't defend inversion. So I'm teaching how to defend the inversion first with that, you know, the guard passing defense drills and you walk around and you go, that whole grilled chicken thing. I'm using grilled chicken to teach Berimbolo because it makes all the sense. Yeah, so Berbolo is, you know, in uh, coded to that system anyway. But I think that's uh, actually interesting you said. I, I'm that, uh, you know, teaching part on how to do drills. I th I think you you see that I'm trying to grow that also on my site. That that that's what we ran into. That uh, in January I was so kind of frustrated that people didn't have the results I was hoping, and I was like, okay, we have to teach about how to actually train. And uh, for me, it was logical in that sense, you know, but bottom arm, top arm, but for people, it wasn't. So I was like, okay, now let's talk about, and now they're already, there's already topics in the forum that people are mentioning this war and peace, you know, this limb separation drills. And I was like, okay, now it's like the initiative is given and it's still not, I think, all out there, but people already know how to do this and we can have a better, faster results. So for certain things that for me are, you know, logical in that sense, that uh, wasn't so, you know, intuitive for people. And uh, I'm trying to also grow this coaching, coaching side and, you know, the drills and everything that uh, not even like maybe, maybe it's a more official way kind of, I will, in some point I will have a, a couple of people that I will be a coach and then I will do the drills and I will show people how to drill. So that's and also in some point. Drills. Because yeah, so, that speaks to this conversation we have, which is, I won't call anybody professor, fine. Let's say I'm going to call somebody technician. Part of the criteria, one of the main criteria has to be, how do you teach jiu-jitsu? And so I think that's like one of the hugest resources we don't have. Yeah. Like, that's why the Mental Models podcast is, to me, Steve Kwan is very, like, they're thinking right. Like, we need organized structured models 
to be able to filter all of this data to figure out what's really going on so then we can teach what works. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to, you know, if the gym is open and I can have more people around, I will also show the drills and kind of teach how people how to teach. And uh, so it's one way to talk about it, but then they see it. Maybe I correct uh, jokingly my people do this and that. And, and so we have to teach people how to teach. So I think that's the big thing, big leap we can have in jiu-jitsu in that sense. And yeah, so yeah, I'm happy you like the site. So Yeah, and I'll, I'll send you that old document yes. with the, the 24-20 criteria for instructor in yeah. jiu-jitsu. I think you'll like it. Cool. I will. So let's, we'll finish it up. We have 50 minutes talking, Benji. What's up, brother? <laughs> so it was very nice uh, to speak to you and see you. And uh, we'll, we'll see what the future brings. No, we're definitely going to see you down here as soon as we can get this this stuff out of the way. <laughs> this COVID stuff, you know? Yeah, it's, that will be, will be fine. It, I, I know for, because we have done this, all the, you know, isolation stuff in, with COVID. It is weird to go back maybe to the more normal, you know, and then talk about it, how it was. So we can have a couple of beers and, you know, just chat about that. Oh, those old times. <laughs> One of the things you might be interested in is I've launched something called, in, I only teach it here. It's called um, um, Gracie Jiu-Jitsu Tactical. And it's, it's only for like law enforcement and police guys. But what I've done is interesting. It's so I have strike-based jujitsu, clinch-based jujitsu, ground-based jujitsu, and weapon-based. So it's just normal jujitsu, but in like specific information in those four conditions. And then you integrate it all, and then the skill has to execute in in a car, on a staircase, on the beach, in different places, environmentally specific. So okay. I'm I'm experimenting with it and I'll I'll let you know how it goes. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right, brother. Let's finish it up. Talk to you in some point again. Try All to right. pick anytime some. you need me. Give me a yeah. call. Cool. All right. Bye. You have been listening to the Defensive BJ podcast. If you want to know more about my work, please visit defensivebj.com. Have a nice day.